Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Our special guest, critically acclaimed spiritual medium and popular author Carol Obley has been the bridge between heaven and earth in more than 11,000 group and individual readings and sessions. Names, descriptions of loved ones, personalities, and uncanny validating details, as well as grief support and teachings about the afterlife, are typically delivered in her readings. An advanced intuitive, she's also regularly delivering specific, practical guidance and readings about many life issues, including relationships, business, and spirituality. She is recognized by readers and clients alike for bringing compassion and integrity to mediumship by her sincere intent to be of service to others through her talents and experience. Carol, welcome back. Great to talk to you. Good evening, George. I'm looking Thank you forward. Thank so much for having me back. How have you been? Very well. Very well. In spite of everything that's going on on this planet, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it's an internal state of being well. Yep. So I always tell people no matter what happens on the outside, if you know, you have control over the inside and that means with your own attitude and um orientation to life. Carol, take us back to the beginning when you realized that you had this gift. Well, it certainly wasn't when I was a child. It I was in my uh, actually my mid thirties, really, and okay. I had just lost a business uh, to a devastating fire, and I was sort of left directionless on the pathway. Had no clue what I was going to do with my life, and floundered around for quite some time. Um, and then I started going to a metaphysical center near where I live in a small town. And from there, uh, as they say, it's all history because I started taking training and um, it started doing readings. And we're going on about between 25 and 30 years at this point that I've been doing uh, offering uh, mediumship readings. Were you scared in the beginning? No, I was more, I was lacking in Mm self-confidence that I could even perceive this, that I could even tell somebody something that made sense to them. And actually, I opened up my book, Wisdom from the Spirit World, with taking readers right into the very first person that I sat with. And that was during my very early days of training. And so when that occurred, I thought, well, it can it can just happen because I'm here in training. And, you know, there was something magical, I thought, about the training. Um, so when I came back home from there, uh, I had to give about 10 readings or so in order to gain my certification. Uh-huh. Okay. And when I was able to do it, uh, I, I was jumping up and down like a like a child. <laughs> I was I was really able to do it. Now, in your work, uh, in the book we talked about uh, last November, Wisdom from the Spirit World, you discuss a number of themes the, from the spirit world through some of your readings. What are you finding out that commonality? What what does it seems to be doing? 
Yeah, well, there are certain, I organized them into, there's about eight of these that I kept hearing over and over through multiple thousands of sessions. And one of those, believe it or not, is there's an afterlife. And that sounds very uh, kind of mundane or simple, uh, but people need to know that. And so, uh, you know, spirits will come through and say, there is something after physical life. And I'm here to tell you that, that there is indeed an afterlife. So that's one of them. Another one that I think is really important that people need to know about is the bond of love being indestructible. Mm -hmm. The bond of love being eternal so that relationships are still in effect even though somebody's not no longer here physically in the in the in this material world and importantly too our power of choice determines the quality of our lives that is something that has come through in many readings as well and some spirits do in fact uh, express regrets for the choices that they've made. So they want to uh, help their family or friends understand that what we choose when we're here really affects not only the quality of our life when we're here, but also where we go when we cross over, when we go into spirit. Why do they communicate with the, the people here? What do they want? Well, as I said, to to say I haven't really gone anywhere. I'm still I am still here. That's why I named my second book I'm still with you. Because I heard myself saying that over and over again uh to clients when I was giving readings. He or she is still with you. Um even with pets. You know, there have been many readings I've done in which pets have come through with people that they knew and loved. Um, so why do they do it? Because it's, first off, it's a natural ability. Um, part of my work is to sort of demystify this process of spirit communication, not make it so woo-woo, you know, out there sort of thing, and to really kind of take the fear away from it and instead bring comfort and healing. Yet there is some evil associated with this. I mean, there are evil spirits out there, aren't there? You know, there are, George, but because I am not that way myself and because of the law of attraction, which is a genuine um, universal natural law, I don't attract spirits like that. And honestly, I have never had um, an episode of that happening. Now, that's not to say that there aren't spirits who come in and express regrets who were somewhat evil when they were here. Uh, that That's happened in sessions that I've had. You know, somebody was highly abusive. Uh, someone, you know, was involved in organized crime. I mean, th- these are from sessions that I've done. So... Yes, I mean, in that sense, there are people, there are spirits who, when they were here, uh, they engaged in 
you know, kind of bad or negative experiences. Uh, so, but as far as downright evil, you know, demons or things like that, uh, I don't attract that type of energy. Some people do, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because I'm very spirit-focused, I mean spiritually focused, and I am always looking at what's going to benefit the person who's receiving this reading, not what's going to benefit me or just saying things to say them, but what is going to benefit them. That's always my orientation, and that's my intent. And so that's, um, that's what comes through in most of the readings. But yes, there are indeed uh, so-called evil energies, and usually they reside in what's called the lower astral. Uh, the spirit world has many levels to it, and the closer that you get to Earth, the denser the vibration, the lower the consciousness, and the realms are much darker there than in the higher uh, light-filled realms. What would you say is the most important, significant thing you could pass on to people about the other side, the spirit world? That there's nothing to be afraid of. That, that there is nothing... You mean in the dying process or once you get there? Once you get there. Uh, and I would also couple with that that the spirit world is very similar to here. It's, it's almost a mirrored reflection of what we have here. And, you know, I've done a lot of study over the years of metaphysical texts and as well as writing my own material. But I've also been very blessed to have direct glimpses into what it's like in the spirit world, and I, you know, these are not extended views by any means, but through clairvoyance, which is seeing, uh, I've seen some things there, uh, courtesy of the spirits who have come through, and it's, you know, the mid-plains, or the places where most people go, are quite beautiful. The colors are very vibrant, there are rivers and trees and flowers and uh, there are temples and schools and healing places, all, all sorts of things. Anything you can think of here, there's an equivalent there, including, and this might blow your mind, but including uh, different religions. And because people are sort of, um, if they left here and they were immersed in that religion or they had very strong beliefs, they continue to practice that on the other side. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do that, but it certainly exists there. Absolutely. We're with Carol Obley. Her website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. You talk about, and you have talked about, the dangers of victim mentality. What does that mean? Yeah, well, I mentioned this in Wisdom from the Spirit World, because... Victim mentality, and I see so much of this today, um, as I'm sure many many in the audience do, it really disempowers people because it disavows personal responsibility. 
And, you know, according to what we know about each individual's will, we have the power of choice, but we also have the responsibility that goes along with that. And if we fall into the trap of being a, quote, victim, it really is saying, I don't have a choice in the direction of my life. And that is absolutely not true. So, and also, it kind of is saying that, you know, if you want to take victim, uh, you're defining yourself, you're limiting yourself uh, by falling into that trap. So, it's really vital that people know that they do have a choice within them they, they, that always, always exists, can never be violated, and can never be taken away. You're pretty multifaceted, uh, Carol. You've studied astrology, the psychic realm, you're intuitive, you're a medium. How does that all tie together? Yeah, well, I've studied astrology for many, many years. And I, you know, George, I think I've just scratched the surface. Yeah. uh, Because it's so uh, complex. And um, so it does mesh. Because um, even, you know, I'm not going to talk extensively about astrology uh, tonight, but it really is a map of the soul's um, language, the, the, the soul's intent. And so that's why I consider it relevant to mediumship, and that's why I've studied it. And it also has very important markers in a birth chart, that tell you uh, what your lessons are, what your karma is, and the direction, importantly, that you need to be going into. So it all kind of circles back to, you know, the soul, the, the power of the soul, the intent of the soul, the direction of the soul. A lot of people have had a lot of friends and people they know have passed away, not necessarily from COVID, but they have died over the last year or so. Uh, they've lost a lot of friends. Is is that pretty traumatic for the living, too? Yes. In, in short, yes. You know, I always say that um, I've studied transition, and from many years that the phenomena a transition in other words moving from one point to another and if you want to use the metaphor of a bridge that's really what transition is we're in point a on one side of the bridge and then we make a decision or something happens such as the death of a loved one and that is a transition for the survivors as well, or the people who are still here on the physical plane, and especially within families, the um, you know the dynamic shifts when someone passes. So yes, it is a transition for the person who's shedding the physical body, but also those who knew and loved the person when they were here. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.